Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. The substance moves quickly and it hits in between the shoulder blades, darkening the white suit at its impact point. Duskwood rises to his feet as the ethereal substance is drawn in. The white of his suit seems to get cleaner and more pure, such that it seems to glow a bit, if that's even possible. His shoulders squares and he turns to face you, but it seems like his body continues to enlarge so that when he faces you squarely, you can no longer see the wall and the waterfall feature behind him. He stands in front of you and a keening noise can be heard. The blue object falls from his hands and lands on the floor at his feet. The unfinished stairs leading up suddenly grows and completes as a stairwell opens in the ceiling. The white suit turns brilliant as the keening swells. And then nothing. The noise is gone. Duskwood is gone. All that is left is the echo of a noise and the motes in your eyes as they readjust to regular light. So, are we in a tree anymore? You're still in a tree. Okay. But now, the stairs, the stairs going up, they continue to go up, and it is now a stairwell where there's an opening in the ceiling. Okay, I'll put the stopper back in the bottle and throw it over to Clicker. Alright, we're done. Let's let's get out of here. I've Clicker. had enough of this fae. Clicker does not even catch it. She's just looking at it fly in an arc, and... <laughs> Land on the ground. She does not care. <laughs> Indeed. It flies on an arc, and on the shaped wooden floor, it lands and... Oh, come on, Clicker. You knew that was the right thing to do. It's done. Let's go. It was behaving weirdly. That could have gone wrong. Yeah, it's Faye. They all behave weirdly. You're right. Okay. Let's uh, check out the upper floor. We have never been there. Sure, sure. You go ahead. Well, actually, before you go, you're looking a little injured. I'll uh, give you a bit of a heal. Thank you. I walk up and place my um, arm on her shoulder, and you feel... The thing bit me. Yeah, I noticed. And... Um, so, oh, of course, a two and a one. Wow. <laughs> and that was a level two spell. Shoot. So there's a bit of uh, a he healing light over you. Um, I think I'm being a little bit distracted by all of this, so it's, it's not as strong as it normally is. 
Well, that'll have to do. Thank you. Now I want to see this upper floor. As Norbert, as you're looking down to the light that's going below, can you give me a perception check? Oh, Ken. Yeah, <laughs> all your 20s. <laughs> I think that's three crits. normal 20s on things that don't count. For the stuff that... Well, who knows? So, as you're standing at the edge of the stairs, you turned just as the whole business with uh, Duskwood happened as he grew and all that stuff. You witnessed that happen, but just before you'd done that, just before that you turned, and when you were looking down the stairs, you caught the smell of the distinct smell of tea coming from below. So that's what you've seen when you were there just before all of the shenanigans happened. So when the shenanigans happened, you did see him enlarge and drop the blue shard and then disappear. And you saw the, everybody saw all of a sudden as the steps very quickly grew up into the ceiling and the opening appeared. What's next? Is the shards still there? Yes, it's on the floor in front of the waterfall feature. Can I pick it up? I will put it in the party sheet. Yes, you may certainly pick it up. There you go. So guys, it's time to go back. Who wants to get knocked out first? That's uh, a... Wait, I'm I'm trying to go upstairs. And And we have to travel to our location first before we do that. Do we? Yes, that's part of it. Oh, okay. Got to go back where we came from. No, no. Going to get out of the, this Fey world. I'm going to take Daria to another As panel in... for a second. All right. So I'm confused. Okay, Volga. When you pick up the blue shard, as soon as you pick it up, you start hearing a humming sound. And while it's in your hand, after about three seconds, you hear a harmonizing hum. And that harmonizing hum, you, you when you're holding this thing, you can you know that as soon as you grabbed it, that hum just came about immediately. As soon as you touched it, the harmonizing hum came a few moment, a few seconds after, but it does the harmonizing hum doesn't seem to be coming from it. It seems to be coming from below. Okay, any questions? If I move around the room with a shard in hand, does it get louder, quieter as I move? When you get closer to where Norbert is and the stairs going down, you can hear that harmonizing hum more strongly. Okay, good to know. Okay. Anything else? Uh, yeah, we can go back. Okay. We're back. So, what is what is clicker one? Where do you want to go? Um, was not paying attention for a moment because I realized I have zero money and I need to ask people to lend me some because the fucking 
benefits are not coming yet. So, uh, anyway, it, yeah, Clicker is trying to get to the second floor and to just look at what it looks like. Okay. No, 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 no. We're talking about when we step out dream. When we step out of the dream, where yeah, she wants to go? Because right now, there's no point in staying here. We might as well just go back to the real world. And, and Thorne's just pointed out that he wants to go back to Perkush. Mm-hmm. I have no ties to anywhere because I'm just an egg that was found on the on the shore of the sea. Mm. We, we have to make a decision. Do we all step out together and go to the same place? Do we want to just split up now and... And never meet each other again? Yeah. I think this is a good ending 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 time for the for the campaign. Yeah, it was nice yeah. meeting you. <laughs> yeah, you can you can bet that if we decide um, that we're going to split up, all of a sudden we're going to have a reset. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I dream within a dream. Or we could all decide we're going to go to percussion via reset as well. So, okay. There, yeah, you were trying to say. Yes, yes. Uh, so first, I will do the party shit stuff in a moment. Uh, but, um, well, this is a rather interesting place. Perhaps before we go back, we should um, look around a little bit since we're here. Uh, I think uh, Clicker is going to go have a look upstairs. I was going to follow her. Surely the answer is that we don't want to be here. We've just done what needed to be done. We want to just pack up all our cares and woes and disappear back to where we came from. Well, I'm sure five more minutes wouldn't hurt. And uh, this shard, its uh, I think it's pointing to something uh, down, downstairs. I'm not sure. I, I hear it. Um signaling to me not quite sure how to explain it but i'm i'm extremely curious to see what it is well um maybe we can check out the cellar once um clicker has checked out the uh second floor is clicker heading up by the way or is she already gone i would think so she has been trying for like the last minute. Okay, I'll be saying this as I follow Click. <laughs> um, before well, I... I think you're all nuts, he says, walking over to the table and pulling up a chair. And contemplating how long we're actually going to become unconscious in order to step out of this world. And should I hunt around for a large club, a brick, maybe a hammer? You can probably imagine one. Or is there... Or is there a drug that we could take that would do it a little less painfully? Can I quickly take a look around this room um, before I go upstairs? Is there... I'm looking for any information, any books, scrolls, paintings, interesting items. On this floor, you can see the steps that lead up. Uh, There's two carpets that decorate the floor. There's a 10-foot dining table and a 5-foot lounge table that grow up from the floor. Against the south wall are a couple of cupboards or armoires. The lounge chair sits in front of a small waterfall feature. And beside the lounge... No, that beside the lounge chair... That, I'll just share you that. The basket is 
that basket appears there in the future. It's not there now. I.e., that was the basket where a young Norbit in the body of whatever found his <laughs> sewing kit. kit. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, can I go through the cupboards? Yep. You look through the cupboards, and this armoire and whatnot is open. It's not got any cabinet doors. And there are wooden dishes throughout. The table, the dining table, although there's dishes there on the in the picture, uh, at this point that dining table is empty. And I will put that tableware is also, I'll put it into the party sheet. That's what you find in the cupboards. So while I'm waiting for my companions to come back from their wanderings, I'm going to contemplate. You can wait though. They, they get to go first because they went upstairs. So let me. Okay. So you guys, at the top of the stairwell, the hall lanterns are bright with a warm yellow light. There's a closed door to the west and to the south, and there's three medium-sized barred windows look out onto the forest, which I'll reveal a bit more of here. So I just want to um, keep an eye on Clicker, not necessarily be next to her, but um, make sure that if she gets herself into trouble, I'm aware. Okay. What are you doing, Clicker? Nope. Mm, continues to push onwards. Is that a door? Sorry? It is a door. Next to me? Yep. Okay. She tries to open it. It opens... Also, what, what is that brown thing? That is not a chest, is it? No, it's a chair. Okay. The door, you grab the handle and it swings open towards you. And inside you see a library. As soon as I'm done, I'm following them upstairs. Oh! Books! Lots of books! Oh, it's uh, that so. She steps in. And looks at what is on the table, if there is anything. Uh, pleasant smell of leather and parchment. There's also a slightly acerbic scent. In the center of the room is a round table that has all the panderings of being a desk. Everywhere about you can see shelves filled with books. I'll come and have a look. See if there's anything that any of them that uh, I can understand and comprehend. Okay. You pull a couple off the shelf near you as you enter in, and you find that the pages are blank. Although the covers all look distinct. I pick up another book. You pick up a, a third book, and it also is blank. What's going on here, Clicker? These all these books are blank. Uh, what about what? the uh, title? Is there anything along the spine to indicate what it is? Nothing on the spines. Although, give me a perception check. <laughs> Natural one mm. for six. This is one of those cases where your passive perception still it still matters, which is fifteen. You can see that uh, although you're looking to the left. You look and you're looking at the spines and you see they're all blank. When you kind of look back to speak to Clicker, you do see across from where Clicker is on that shelf across the spine of one book, you do see uh, golden letters on it. 
I'll walk to that. Maybe you can drag my token so I can see where I'm going. Yep, right over here. You pull that book. Give me a wisdom check. Ooh, it's a three for seven. Okay. Could, this could have been different, but this is what you'll get. So when you look at it, you can tell that the words on the book are not in a language. Do you, you don't know Sylvan, do you? You don't. I do not. No. no. So you don't recognize the words because they're written in Sylvan, but you flip through the pages and as you're flipping through the pages, a couple things kind of catch your attention and you stop as you flip because heck, there was, it looked like there's a couple words there as you're flipping through that were very clearly common. The words that were in common read Bashir, Ona Ona, Nit. As you continue flipping through the pages, you see some other names written in common. Clicker, Norbit, Thorn, Volga. I will pocket this book. Okay. I may be able to read it better next time. So what? This one does not have nothing? This um, seems to be in a written in a language I don't understand, but look, there are names in there that we uh, recognize, and I point out Clicker's name, my name, and uh, Bashir and such. Our names? Ah, uh, no, it's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's in the party sheet. It is and... not in the party sheet, because I've taken it. <laughs> <laughs> And Clicker okay. is moving around the library and just pulls out random books. And if they're empty... You pull book after book after book that are all blank pages. She just drops them. Clo closed. Closed. Uh, drop. Like, doesn't, doesn't just... Uh, uh, throw them or whatever so they open and are completely ruined but she just boff, just lets them drop and moves through the entire library continuing to do that give me one more perception check Thorn I, I have to say that um, book is very heavy <laughs> oh how, how heavy is it uh, it's five pounds yeah those are the standard from the player's handbook wow okay that's fine I'll change it no, that's fine. I, oh, it's a two. Oh my god. Wow. One, three, two. Nice rolls, dude. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty crappy. You didn't notice anything else as you placed the book into your backpack or your pocket or whatever. All right. Um, I'm going to explore uh, further up, see if there's anything in, in, interesting in this little alcove. Maybe we can uh, progress further afterwards. So again, you, you look through and there's just a lot of titles everywhere. Everything's set up to be a very comprehensive little library here. Uh, all the covers look very, very different, but there's nothing written on anything, just blank pages. And I mean, you find writing instruments and everything like that that are laying about like um, quills and whatnot and 
stoppered bottle of ink. I've already got that stuff, so I'm not too worried about that. Do you want to see what's in that uh, other door? I I'm assuming that uh, Volga would have arrived by now while we're, you know, ransacking the place. <laughs> I'll bring Volga up here. But at the meantime, as Volga kind of uh, walks up, what about you, Norbert? You said you're going to be sitting at the chair. I'm sitting at the chair and I am trying to see if I can remember any of my medicine from my old school days to find a way that we can become unconscious because that's the step that we need to, to take to get out of here without banging ourselves on the head. So is, is there a, a medical solution to this to step out of the, the realm that we're in? Can I assume I do that? You can give me medicine? No. Your herbalism kit check and tie yeah. it to... Yeah, leave it tied to intelligence. Okay. An answer is I come up with nothing. <laughs> Hold on a second. Just a minute. After, after 15 minutes. play for a second while I, I check something out here. <laughs> just just roleplay. <laughs> okay. Not a problem. Damn, I could have sworn there was something that I could smoke, and if I smoked enough of it, I would become unconscious. Is this in, in game world or in real life? There's a difference. And, <laughs> and, and I recall it, it was a, a, a five-pointed leaf of some variety. There must be some of it around here. But it was a wonderful rug, and, and we all lived happily ever after once we smoked this stuff. But consuming too much of us left us terribly unconscious. It, it just didn't go to pot afterwards? No. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. Had a lot to do with those uh, statues it was, um, that got stoned earlier on. With a roll yes. of 10, you do actually recall that there is a particular herb that usually grows in coastal regions that when placed under the tongue will put a person into a coma. Uh, will we recover from the coma or are we going to stay that way? You're about every coma for an hour or two. I wasn't going to make you roll another herbalism check because the 10 was good enough to recall and you know that the name of that plant is called Phil Mather. But you can't recall, you know that you, you remember hearing that there was another way to bring someone out, but you you just can't remember at the moment. Having having come to the conclusion, I know a way to get out of here. And I know that there is this plant that we can find and it's in a coastal area. And are we within Kui of a coastal area? We're inland, aren't we? We're in the middle of the, of the continent. You are in the plane of dreams. Yeah, but the plane of dreams reflects the real world. Yep. In terms of, yeah, and so in the real world, um, didn't we enter the plane of dreams from the middle of the continent? So we would be in a 
in a dream world in the middle of the continent? Or am I misunderstanding? You know that you are in a foresty area. That's for sure. You haven't seen any mountains. Um, you do recall that you were uh, in a forced tunnel before. You don't know anything uh, specific about Grandma Elm Twinkle other than what the guys had said because you've never been there yourself. Okay. So you, you're not sure if this is a reflection of where you were. Although you do recall that when you were talking with the Dryad and she said that when you stepped into the Plane of Dreams you would step into a reflection of where they were meaning you should have stepped into the same tunnel and yet you didn't hmm. but you do recall about how to travel within the plane of dreams yeah we do it, 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 it's the it's the question of perhaps which direction would be a start you know north south east or west which way to go and you do recall that this is a world of magic too and that mm. you are a paladin. I shall go upstairs to the other and say, I remember this, this plant. It will render us unconscious. It lives in the coastal area. Um, if we can find it, this becomes a, a simple way of, of stepping out of the um, world that we're in. And perhaps if we climb to the top of this tower, tree, whatever, we may be able to see if there's a coast nearby. Or alternatively, we could just imagine a globe that we hold in our hand, or perhaps imagine a map. We're in a library, let's imagine a map and see if it'll tell us where the nearest coast is. Or a magical map that will tell us where the plant is growing. What a good idea. Okay. So I start to try and imagine a map. So for the moment, I'll leave you there as you are in your thoughts, and I'll return to the others, guys, as you continue your thinking. All right, Volga, you walk upstairs, and you can hear your companions rummaging about in um, past the open door on the western curved wall. Mm -hmm. uh, can I see if I can find any books with titles or anything written on them? Uh, you walk in and um, you, with your passive perception being 17, I mean, you quickly eyeball everything in Yes, you see many different covers of books, but nothing has anything written on the spines. Okay, I want to pick up um, writing stuff and um, okay. two or three books. Okay. In the meantime, Clicker is coming back out of the alcove and just throws her hands up in the air. You're slats! Yours, and storms out of the uh, library <laughs> going for the other door is it or is that the lowest step of a staircase uh, you open up that door and you see another set of stairs leading up she just goes upstairs wait up clicker I'll jog <laughs> trying to catch up with this uh, <laughs> aggravated bird. I had a book once, and I want it back. It was not empty. And like these books, useless. 
did the uh, words fail you? You and your mm. horned one shenanigans? <laughs> you, you at least found a book that had something in it. Yeah, our names. And other words. You yeah, ma might take me uh, a while to decipher that. I'm going to sit down at the chair and sort of get the uh, rest for a little bit. Okay. Otherwise, as you enter this floor, you notice that there is a closed door, but at the end of where Thorn is, that is a vanity dresser with a large mirror. Oh, okay. So it's not a chair. No. Well, I won't sit at that then. <laughs> we could sit on the dresser. We could look through it, though. Yep. So your stuff is inside the party sheet there, um, Volga. The two books and the writing supplies. Otherwise... Anything in... Are you opening that Anything door? Anything in the quicker? dresser? The dresser is empty. Yes. Okay. On opening the door. If someone has got a really savvy eye, they will notice that I tried to fudge this drawing, and it looks like there's the shadows look like there's three windows, but there's not. I mean, now that you pointed out. <laughs> The door opens into a circular room. You note a freestanding globe and a nautical armillary. Center point is a table with an orrery. Against the wall is a desk. On one desk, you notice that there are gears and fine tools, and one desk has a wooden tray with some shafts, another tray with gems, and a book or two, and some carving tools. My fiance t told me about one of these. This is called. Wait, what is it called? It had something to do with captains and ships. Uh, captain's quarters? Yes, we are in the captain's quarters. Oh, wait, but this is a tower, it's not a ship. Oh, th do they only exist on ships? I don't know. I, I'm not sea uh, savvy, so maybe they uh, exist outside of ships. It's the aid intelligence person talking to the aid intelligence person. <laughs> <laughs> also, the very uneducated aid intelligence person. <laughs> Can I come up, sir? Okay. And then you follow them up. Okay. Can I assume I heard what they were talking about? Yes. You been on a boat before, Volga? Very briefly, as a passenger. We're trying to find out if um, Captain's Quarters is only for uh, boats or... I mean, and then he points off to the uh, room here. Would you call this a Captain's Quarters? Well, it's a room, and 
Perhaps the captain once lived here, so why not? Yeah, it has all these navigation tools. I think they're navigation, not navigation. Yeah, you're, you're right about that, I think. Perhaps there is a map somewhere here. You know, now that you mention navigation, there is something weird I saw. Like an R symbol. And I have this intrinsic feeling here. She's pounding at her chest. I know where North is. Also, I think I'm faster. What? You... How are you faster? I can run faster. It feels like the wind is always supporting me. I mean, you seemed pretty slow when I took the vial off you before. Yeah, I'm talking about running. Oh, right. The wind doesn't help me with holding the vial. And there's a very brief moment where she's just staring daggers at you, but passes quickly. <laughs> I mean, I notice it, but I, I totally ignore it. All the items that are in this room that you're looking at are in the party sheet. And while you guys look at that, I'll go back to Norbit. Oh, wow. There's a bit of stuff. Oh, my God. Okay, Norbit. So you, you were thinking about a map yes i was no i've come I've, I've i've figured out what it is and i was uh sitting down here and i am going to try and yes imagine a, a map of the area we're in and on that map there would be a big cross where the plant could be found kind of like a treasure map okay Give me a your wisdom check, please. You concentrate and you concentrate, but as you're sitting in that chair, that resistance that you feel seems directly below you. And it just it's just stopping. Every time you, you try to focus your mind, you feel this block and in your mind, you, you every once in a while, there's a f the flickering of, of some sense of a map that is visualizing there in your mind, but doesn't take form as the parchment that you want. And you can feel that resistance tightly slashing in your, in your, against your thinking. So that sensation coming up from below me, and because it's aggravated me so much, I'm going to start heading down the stairs. All right. Are you picking up all the gems, by the way, Clicker? I would assume she is. I was waiting for her for the spotlight. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, waiting for the spotlight. So Norbert, uh, oops. Following the curve of the trunk, you walk down the stairs and you find yourself standing in a cooler part of the large tree. The basement is lit with soft light. Before you is a quaint kitchen 
with a table, a small stove, and some shelves. Above each of the shelves is an unlit, or sorry, is a lit sconce. I shall have a look around. And there's three doors. Three doors. Let's start with the door off to my left. You open that door easily. It swings outwards towards you, and you find a bedroom with two night tables, a desk, and drawers. I shall go in and have a look inside the desk and see if there's anything of any value or any interest. Looking inside the... The desk has nothing, but one of the night tables contains a book with 25 pages that are blank. Hmm. I pick up the book and I flip through it and I think that's a bit strange, but carrying it in one hand, I head out and into the next room, going anti-clockwise. Which is also a bedroom and the same thing, you don't find anything in the dresser or on sitting on the circular table, but on the night table is another book that is also 25 pages that are all blank. I think this is really weird. I'll go into the third room. Which is locked. Having picked up the second book as well. Oh, the third room's locked. Yep. So, are the books identical? No, the covers look different. I'll put them into the party sheet. You'll see that there's two books inside the party sheet. How oh, far out? Where did it go? There we go. Two books. And this door is locked. That door is locked. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to bother knocking it down. I'm going to head back up to see where the others are. All right. I will just put you... I'll put you on the other seat, but... It'll take you a bit before you get there. Okay, other guys. So, Clicker, after talking to Thorn for a moment, turns around again and is now probably going to realize that there are shinies on the table. And she immediately swings the backpack off her, off her shoulders and just moves over and says, Nobody will need these anymore. And start just throwing everything that is shiny into her backpack. So you do notice on, on some of the shafts that are inside that one tray, some of them have some gems that are have been made into the shaft. Like one shaft is looks like it's crafted from ivory and it has a large rough cut gemstone that glints dully and and smaller gems that decorate the length of the shaft. I would be examining shaft. It looks about the size of a wand. Inside this tray. I'd be examining these wooden wooden shafts. See if there's anything. I have this thing, the Forobog magic thing. Uh, I would like to activate it to detect magic. Okay. That's an ability or a spell? That's an ability that lets me cast uh, detect magic on will. 
one, mm. once per day, I think. Okay, so then just check it off that little circle beside it as you use it, the little circle to the left of it. And that means it's been used for the day. And, and when I do a long sleep, it'll just appear in your, your tab again. So you cast Detect Magic. And first thing you notice is the shard that is blue in your hand. You notice that it has the colors of every school of magic. The You notice, you know, looking at what looks like wands, not one of them lights up with a magical aura about it. Neither do any of the gems that are also sitting on the, the tray. And you get the feeling that, ha, huh, these are crafted wands that have yet to be imbued with magic. And of course, you see the magical auras about your companions as... Well, I guess you have never really known them, but you, you see there's an aura about Thorn, and when... Norbert comes up, you do see that he has an aura as well. What, what kind of magic is that? Can I tell? You've been around enough that you recognize bardic magic and paladinic. <laughs> Paladin magic. Holy shit. You just yeah. recognize that they're, that's who, what they are. And my okay. robes are magical. Yep. That's right, his magical robes. Yes, indeed. I think it's transmutation. What about the crystal, the shard that I picked up? Is that thing magical? Yes. And of all schools. All, all schools magic. Oh. Yep. Is there um, any text? Oh, sorry, Ika. I just want to share some information with you, ladies and gentlemen. These wands are potentially usable, but they're not yet um, charged, so to say. So there is nothing really magical here so far. But this shard, that thing is very interesting. I really think we should eventually follow it downstairs to see what it wants to to do or to show us. Is Norbert downstairs? Yeah, but he wouldn't do anything think... stupid like go on on his own. <laughs> I think I can hear him coming up. At, at which point Norbert in the door and says, I'm here. Well, no, I'm back. I should point out as well, the light sources, you sense they are of the evocation school the sconces with the light coming from the sconces on the walls. Are they removable? You go over and take a, a quick look in the gander and passively you can see that they're well connected to the walls. And you can see that there is a gem inside each of the sconces. Well, I could um, identify that blue gem um, if given enough time. Oh! Hey, Norbert. G'day. I have uh, been thinking, and I, I know of this point, will render us unconscious, and I see there's a map on the floor, and um, I'm going to look out the window to see if I can confirm that the map on the floor represents the area that we are currently in, because we're above the tree line by now, I would imagine, because we've just climbed. You're on the second floor. Second floor. Are we high enough to be above the tree line yet? 
Yes, you are second floor, so each floor is 10 feet, so you're 30 feet up. Some of the trees, not all the trees. But from that, I can get a, a, a feel as to... A lay of the land map. to map it with the map. Give me yep. an intelligence check. Coming, sorry. Yep, nope. Yep, nope. <laughs> not a one close. or a, a four one. with a modifier. So I, I shall say, yeah, but unfortunately, I, looking at this map on the floor, I've got no real idea where we are. But I don't know what the plant is that we're looking for, and I tell the guys what the plant is, and they look at me confused because they know nothing about botany. You do recognize the map on the floor because it is a map that you've, you know, normally can be seen almost anywhere throughout the Southlands in Midgard. It is a map of the world. But it is a very poorly wrought map because it is just a carpet. And there's nothing that indicates where about on that world we are certainly not no. so Volga so, you say somebody with magical skills could imbue these shafts with magic well to be honest I'm not entirely sure how it works I guess potentially. I mean, worst case scenario, I think somebody who makes magical objects would buy this for a good price because they're basically almost ready to use wands. Price. And Clicker, while maintaining eye contact with Thorn, just slowly reaches over to start grabbing the shafts. The backpack's still open next to her in her, her other hand. Thorne just shrugs, shrugs his shoulders. I hope you uh, share the pre uh, proceeds of that when we do sell them. I always share everything. Such is the way of the bird. I trust you. Can I do an insight check? Absolutely. <laughs> I, I don't, because I trust him. Her. Nice catch. A 17 against you, Clicker. Did you want to roll against that, or what would you like to tell her? You can you can tell with that 17 that Clicker likes the idea of having something valuable, but she did not seem selfish so far in any way. So it's likely that she's telling the truth. Okay, thank you. This is Ivan. I'm also known as Gregory Dog, the Hammerdog Games Community Manager. And I'm playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. Hi, I'm Darium. I'm playing as Volgashelis, the Farvog Druid. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib, or at Facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.